0: Hello and welcome to Coffee Cup Tarot, a podcast about the storytelling aspect of tarot and developing an intuitive understanding to the messages they reveal. I'm your host, Marcella Cadill. You can follow me on Instagram at Coffee Cup Tarot Reader, or you can book a reading directly with me at www.coffeecuptarot.com. Thanks for tuning in. Let's get started. Hi, everybody. Uh, This is a bonus episode. Sorry, we didn't post something last week, but I mean we didn't. No, I didn't have anything. <laughs> okay, a we didn't. We didn't have time to record. You were super busy with your thesis. My life was just in shambles constantly. Ugh, tell me about it. But we're we're here today, so yeah. This is Thursday, and we're posting this on Friday. I think that's the closest we've ever been to like being right on track. Yeah. But that's, that's cool, because now we can talk about the astrology happening right now, too. Yeah, so I don't know about you guys, but we have had the worst week. <laughs> Everyone I know has had the worst week, and... What the hell is going on? Seriously, like, the worst
1: one since, I would say, 2017. It's been bad. Yeah. And I, I, it's hard for me to tell if it's a worldwide thing or if it's just our immediate soul group, but something is definitely going on. But, like, at the same time, synchronicities have also been high as well, so I know it's all, like, on the right track. We're all experiencing the things that we're meant to be experiencing right now for expansion of our consciousness, but it's just been rough. Mm. I thought I was already perfect. I didn't <laughs> think I needed to learn more. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but seriously, you, you get to the point where you're like, wow, I'm doing so good. Like, I'm learning all my lessons. I'm growing every day. I'm doing everything I can possibly do mm-hmm. to become a better person day after day. So how the heck do you still get hit with these massive lessons that you had thought you had learned?
0: I don't know. There's <sighs> I don't know. With us, at least, it's been so dramatic. We definitely feel we've grown. If the same thing hadn't been happening, say, eight years ago, it would be a shitstorm. Like, we would be Mm -hmm. even more so in the drama. We wouldn't be able to rise above it, and we're trying to rise above it, and it just... We keep getting pulled into it, and we're just trying to be better people, and we're trying to be adult about it, and it's just, no matter what we do, it just keeps piling on. It's actually really funny that you're saying that, because it it was,
1: like, this past week and a half, it was all drama Like, just ridiculous amounts of drama. And it was mostly other people's drama. And I even, like, I started off the week, I had a situation come up where I was feeling a negative emotion. And I took that intelligence of that emotion to figure out what action to take. And I had a direct, honest, open conversation as a result, completely positive. I did the thing that I never would have done 10 years ago. I would (laughs) have reacted Terribly. But I Mm -hmm. did the right thing. The only right thing. And then all of a sudden I looked around and literally three different friends had the same exact situation and they did the wrong thing. And I somehow was sucked into all of their worlds, all of their drama and all of them doing the wrong thing and empathizing myself with their situation because I've been through it before. But like, I did the right thing. Why should I be feeling this way? I kept saying to them, like, why are you choosing to feel this? Because guess what? Because you're feeling it now. Everybody else around you is feeling just crappy because it's like I'm just noticing a lot of people that want to feel like crap all the time. They feel like they deserve it, so they just feel it, and they stay feeling it, and they don't do the things to work through their emotions or try Mm -hmm. to figure out why they're feeling them or find a positive
0: solution. But I'm just like, what is my lesson in all this? Because I did the thing I was supposed to do. I don't know. I can't tell you what your lesson is because I'm in the same freaking boat. Yeah.
1: And it feels like getting involved only is making things worse. So I'm like, "Oh, am I supposed to just actually be a psychopath and like completely <laughs> cut off all empathy for these people? Is
0: that what they need right now?" <laughs> like, "Well, I feel like right now with everything going on, I can see the doors that the universe is trying to open." and I see throughout all the drama, I'm saying maybe this is happening on purpose. Had we never have done this, like this moment is when everything changed, when we opened this door, but now six other doors are potentially open and there's an idea that we're working on that we never would have had had this never started. So that's like the positive that I'm trying to feel into is to be aware of all the open open doors. But I still feel like I'm wrapped up in this drama, and I don't want to be in the drama. And we're trying to be better people and bigger people and rise above it. And it's not helping. I just saw the image of the Four of Cups in my mind when you said that about the doors. Interesting. I like that card. I that's do. That's really weird that you said that because I've been trying to think of a tarot and manifesting, and the Four of Cups is is the card I think of for manifesting. Yeah, it
1: comes up a lot in readings for myself and other people, and it Same. is the one card that I'm like, this is the most obvious interpretation of anything because mm-hmm. it's it is always about you're focusing on the wrong doors. <laughs> like there's this one door that's behind you that you're not even looking towards. That's the one. And you're
0: sitting here pouting. Same with five of cups. Yeah. Even a more intense version. Yeah. And then you get the seven of cups and that's my favorite. But (laughs) that's another one. Oh, yeah.
1: And it's funny because this last weekend, like I had my graduation and my thesis presentation for my master's, which is on constructive empathy. (laughs) Knowing when to empathize with people and when not to. So maybe that actually was my lesson. Maybe I really just wasn't in the place to empathize when I chose to empathize. Hmm. So I carried everybody else's drama. Maybe I really did need to actually take care of myself first because the whole concept of my constructive empathy is there's so many things you have to do for yourself to make sure that you're in a good enough place to rationally choose when and where to deploy your own empathy for others because if you don't you end up becoming debilitated or not knowing how to get yourself out of a situation or not being helpful at all to anybody
0: because you feel just as bad as the people with the problem four of cups right because four of cups is like empathizing too like if you keep going with the the same theory. You're empathizing with the three of cups, the three people who are like, their lives are being wrecked. And it literally was three people. Holy crap. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, it's like, don't empathize. You need to be over here. Like, pull back. Don't feel into their feelings. Yeah. It's not the right time for that. There
1: is a time and place to empathize with people. It just wasn't. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Interesting. I'm glad we figured this out.
0: <laughs> Four cups. Actually, you figured it out because
1: you brought it up. Yeah, but I had to work through it by talking about. <laughs> <no. laughs> because I was like, honestly, just too wrapped up. In the three cups in, 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 my in front of you. Yeah. yeah. yeah, You know what was weird? When I gave my presentation... So I didn't get through the entire presentation that I wanted to get through. I got through just the beginning of it, which is talking about emotions and emotional intelligence. And... For some reason, there was a Q&A after the presentation. The first question that it was asked had absolutely nothing to do with my presentation. Ugh. No, listen, it was a good question. <laughs> okay. Like, I liked answering it. I'm glad it took up time because it, the entire Q&A ended up being about this. The woman asked me, so what do you think about intuition? <gasps> what do you think intuition is? Where does that come from? How does that come into play when it comes to your emotions? And so I got to go on a long rant about intuition, even though it had nothing to do with what I was presenting. It was like, this is great. Now I have an opportunity to just channel.
0: <laughs> like, Oh, cool. It was really neat. I don't know. Maybe you are meant to be like a life coach. Maybe you're meant to be the hand in the four of cups and not the person sitting there. Interesting. Maybe that's like manipulation, but at a pure level, you know, like life coaching is a pure form of manipulation and world dominance. <laughs> 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 oh, That's a stretch, but. <laughs> I am the God.
1: <laughs> Reaching my hand from the sky for the <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think I do want to be able to do some form of coaching. I don't know if it, I like coaching, like the idea of coaching people through things but I like to like I would love to just channel for people because it is like I noticed one of the books that I worked on that I call it my manifesto because it just has a ton of random thoughts and beliefs that I've just created for all my cult followers to <laughs> abide by. Um, I The whole thing was channeled. I was asked a question and then I just wrote the answer. Every time I'm asked a question, I can answer it with channeled information. But I can't just randomly come out and start channeling things. So I'm like, I would love to sit down with people and just have them ask me questions. That they want to know and see what comes out.
0: I think that would be uninteresting. Hmm. It's such a leap of faith, though, to go down a path like that. You know, I just looked down at our recording and it said 1122. Oh, that's my birthday. I know. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the perfect synchronicity moment. Yes. Interesting. Yeah. You should do it.
1: It would be such a leap, though, because if I start placing importance on an activity like that Mm. I'm worried that I would end up blocking myself yeah so I feel like maybe it is something that I'm meant to be doing but just in a day-to-day life capacity as it comes about I don't know if I'm supposed to be doing it for any sort of profit or to make a living in any way yeah every time I do that to like a passion or a hobby it becomes a job and it too much pressure makes me miserable doing it and I can't be miserable while channeling like I have to feel really
0: good. That's like exactly my tarot reading for my that my friend did for me the for my tarot subscription service. It was not a good idea because it was like the sun reversed for me. It was like your passion is no longer fun, in mm. the sun, and then the four of pentacles and it's like stress and you know having to do a lot more shit. And then the knight of pentacles was there too. I was like, yeah, this is not this isn't the right thing to do even though it felt like a good idea, because I do want to help people and I want to be able to have them text me and I'll pull a card like that was the whole idea. But it's it won't it won't be fun anymore. Yeah, I think
1: that's so important when you're picking any sort of life path to travel down to be aware of the potential for the thing that you're passionate about right now to end up feeling like a job later down the line, like you have to give yourself the space to be or flexibility to go kind of in and out of. Inspiration and passion in whatever you do, like even through my studies for the past two years working on this master's program, the most I would never force myself to write or to do work because Mm -hmm. what would come through would take longer to come through and it wouldn't be as high quality. But if I waited for the moment that I felt inspired to write, it ended up lining up perfectly so that I learned the lesson that I was meant to learn in my regular life so that I could apply it to write about imperfect time. Mm -hmm. Like I could write 10 pages in an hour because I was so inspired and it was high quality work because I wasn't forcing myself to do it. So I think with anything in life, that's kind of how we are meant to be living. Really acting on inspiration only, not taking action when it's forced. Taking inspired action. Yes. And giving yourself the, if I would have punished myself for not feeling inspired, Like, I feel like a lot of people when they're feeling like, oh, I have no energy right now. I don't want to do anything. And then they get mad at themselves for feeling that way. So they block the inspiration that they're going to have right around the corner because they're so mad at themselves. Mm -hmm. So like, if you allow yourself that time and space to just not be inspired and recognize that I'm allowing and creating the space inside of me for the inspiration to come and fill during those times when I'm not feeling like I want to do anything, I think that. You have to be so patient with yourself.
0: But that also doesn't mean, like, whenever you were speaking, it reminded me of the movie Yes Man, the Jim Carrey movie, because it doesn't mean sit at home and do absolutely nothing and be lazy. It means saying yes and following what feels good. And then you'll know when the moment is right, whenever you are inspired to do what needs to be done.
1: I definitely think you should always be doing what feels good. But sometimes that is...
0: Being
1: lazy. lazy. Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes it's going to be like that. I think in American society, especially, we have this idea that we need to constantly be moving and productive and lazy has a terrible connotation to it mm-hmm. but sometimes our bodies and our minds and our souls just need rest and we don't give it to ourselves because we yeah. feel like the pressure of having to be 100% productive yeah and like putting out content and yeah exactly and sometimes it feels better to do nothing if we allow it to feel good to do nothing it's just i think it's how you frame it in your mind with what you're doing like if
0: my intention right now if you feel guilty when you're there doing nothing, then that's not okay. Like that's right. the difference. You have to like yes. be. You have to be aware of how you
1: feel inside your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Setting the intention for those times to take care of yourself is so important. Like if I say today's going to be a day that I do absolutely nothing, and it's going to be amazing. Like <laughs> I'm going to sit on my ass and do nothing, rest, <laughs> recover collect all of my energy bring it back like sometimes you just need one day like that yeah. and you are going to be inspired for the rest of the week but you have to make sure that you're feeling good about that one day like it has to be I'm planning this for myself I'm doing this for myself mm-hmm. but yeah set intentions yeah I don't know how we got here maybe, I don't either maybe this is something that I should be
0: considering doing I'm to telling recover. you <laughs> like, yeah <laughs> Yeah I like actually when you were speaking, I wrote down exactly like our thought process because I was intrigued energies of the week intuition and following your passions because I was like, wow. what is this episode about because I gotta edit this today and so, <laughs> yeah speaking of it's already like 15, 17 minutes so yeah. I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna good. have to call it All right But you should really like honestly okay, what we need to do, Aisha, is we need to put your bio up on my website, Coffee Cup Tarot, and then we need to let people be able to send you questions. And, you know, you can channel for them or you can pull cards Use for them. all the tools. Yeah. Use the tools that you have. But I think you need to, like, you have good stuff to say. Mm. Yeah. Thank you for chatting today. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next. Yep. Love you. Love you. Bye.